Welcome to the Only God Stories podcast, where we believe testimonies are powerful. In this podcast, your faith will be built as we hear from people from all walks of life who recognize the power of God in their lives. To hear more testimonies or for the opportunity to share a story of your own, check us out on our website at onlygodstories.org. Hey, everybody. Welcome to the Only God Stories podcast. My name is Joseph, and I'm so glad you're here today. I'm joined with my beautiful wife, Tiffany, uh, who's going to be with us as we get a chance to dive in and talk with a special guest named Quinn Muccio. Now, now Quinn is one of those men that the more you talk to him, the more you realize that there's so much that he has to offer to to the world. And and even just personally, he's a great person to be able to be around. Um, he's overcome just great adversity, even at a very young age. Um, be, but that didn't really stop him becoming a published author as a teenager. And that is just the beginning of his story. And there's so many different directions today that we could go. But Quinn, welcome to the Only God Stories podcast. Well, thank you guys so much for having me. Well, Quinn, um, I know that there's a lot of our listeners, and they may not really know your your story, who you are, or anything like that, even though we've got the privilege to kind of know that um, and and be journeying with you for a while. But can you just share a little bit a little bit more about yourself and um, catch the audience up on who is Quinn Muccio? Yeah. Um, so I was born in Fayetteville, Arkansas, lived in Dallas most of my childhood, and then um, I have three siblings, and I'm now majoring in creative writing at the University of Arkansas. That's and great. Quinn, we've been able to get to know you through our church and through uh, small groups for college age students. And it's, I just have to say, I'll add on to Joseph's intro of you. It's been so fun getting to know Quinn. Uh, he yes. is one that, man, like as somebody who has young kids, like if they turned out like Quinn, I would be a happy person. He it's true. has, I've told them before, he has so much grit. He has so much faith and he's he's just doing life the right way. So I I'm thankful to know Quinn. And when I when I think about you, Quinn, something that you shared with us uh, not not too long ago was just an article, even just about you and your birth and your story uh, from a very young age, because Joseph even said you had a lot of odds stacked against you. You had a lot of adversity in your life. And I would just love for you to bring in the listeners to how how did your life start? Some of that story, like I know I know people who are walking out very similar situations right now who could really use some encouragement from a story like yours. Yeah, so I uh, I was born at 26 weeks. Uh, I weighed two and a half Ooh. pounds. Wow. I had, I had NEC, which is an intestinal disease. I had a stroke, um, and they said. Uh, that I wouldn't be able to use the right side of my body. I had wow. a fourth grade or a fourth grade brain bleed, and the doctor said I, it would affect my hearing and vision, uh, and I would have been fed through a feeding tube. Wow! That, uh, wow! And how tall are you now, Quinn? I am. You're, I'm six one. You're six one. You're not short. <laughs> no. I, uh, I, I what I would say, do to be like, six foot tall, everybody, just so everybody knows, I'm oh, not. <laughs> man, again, you you do, in fact, see me right now. You do, in fact, hear, like, you do have all of your, like, you're, you're, you're good. Like, your motor you functions have, are great, yeah. Yeah, what, so I, I also just, just want to ask, like, how did your parents even get through that? Or, like, just let us in a little bit on that. Yeah, well, I think they were, you know, the, the doctors had said that, you know, just to pull the plug, 
and uh, mm. oh, my parents were like, we're going to let him fight it out and trust God in this. And so that was, I think it really strengthened their faith and, and encouraged them. And, um, and the cool thing is, is that I went back to my local NICU uh, mm. and the, the summer before college and they have this, this picture uh, with me and uh, on this, with my story on it. And they, uh, that apparently for the past 19 years, when people walk down that hallway, they, they share my story. And so wow. it's just you know, good grief. So powerful. Praise God. No, I'm telling you, like, when I say I know people walking out similar stories, I know somebody, I have a friend on Facebook. Um, we have friends on Facebook who they have a, um, a baby who preemie intestine issues with a brain bleed and they're currently watching some miracles happen in that baby's life and so uh yeah i know that there there are people listening who've either walked similar paths or mm -hmm. uh, are walking through something now and i mean quinn's amazing he is one of the best uh young men we know and man there's like there's so much hope god is good god is good even in those hard times yes sure. well, i i love just how much um how they're continuing to tell the story, yeah. um, a story that you you or your parents wouldn't have scripted or mm -hmm. written, but um, but it is a story that God has written. And um, mm -hmm. I just love how he continues to get the glory and you overcome significant odds. And and I have to think like just from mm -hmm. the way you started there, one, I, I even have to go back to, I love that you went back to the NICU, that you went back mm -hmm. to be able to, to show gratitude, went back to be able to see even just what you've overcome. Um, but I'd love to know just with such a, a, a challenging, but, um, a victorious origin story, like how does that, um, how does that really affect the way that you uh, look at life and just knowing that God's on your side? Like, what does it, what does that do for you? Um, being a college student, you're going into your sophomore year in college. Like, what does that mean for you? Um, well, I, I, uh, look at the verse, Joshua one, nine, I have not commanded you. Be strong and courageous. Do not be afraid. Do not be discouraged. For the Lord your God will be with you wherever you go. Yeah, and it helps me when I feel you know discouraged or um, you know it reminds me that God's you know got everything under control yeah. and uh, even and to go through you know hard things. Mm -hmm. I I also just have to add. I really find it comical. I'm going to circle back to you going back to the NICU and how they share your story because uh, it's essentially a hey here's the story that we actually got wrong. Like yeah, he said, pull so the true. plug. Like, so just whoever needs this, whoever needs this word, uh, what a doctor says is not the end all be all. Yeah. And no matter what you're going through and God still moves, God still works. God still performs miracles. That's right. So I feel like that's a, that's a word for somebody out there today, but I love how they, how they use your story for uh, a story of help, even though like they were completely wrong. And yeah. uh, that's, that's awesome. I love Praise that. God. And just talking about how you, how you like really see your life. Um, I think that that's an amazing, amazing verse for you. And I can see that play mm -hmm. out. I've already yeah. said how you have so much grit. And so, I mean, courageous, you've done some pretty amazing things when, uh, for at a very young age. And I want people to know, like he, he's done, well, I'll share a story and then we'll get into a little bit more. Um, I remember talking to Quinn one day, it was the night we met and 
you said something about Henry Winkler and talking to Henry Winkler on the phone because Quinn has some dreams that he'll share about in a moment. Hold on, and Tiffany. What if I'm somebody doesn't know who, who Henry Winkler is? I will explain. Is. Right, and I'm right. going to hit both generations right <laughs> okay, here. Okay, all right. Go Gen ahead. X, I got you. Millennials, I got you too. Gen, Gen Z, Z, I think you even have some knowledge of one of these. So for my <laughs> for my Gen X and above... Uh, Fonzie from Happy hey, Days. Hey. They're all probably thinking, I didn't need help. I knew who Henry Winkler was. <laughs> uh, they're they're uh, all thinking, I went to get a library card when he did. Google yeah. it. It's a pretty cool story. So that's that's our Gen X and above. Um, millennials and below. Parks and Rec, he played the dentist dad of that's the true. brother and sister who were like crazy. Uh, I forget their names. But yeah, so he played the dentist dad on Parks and Rec. So see... We got. We just covered there all generations. Go. That's who Henry Winkler is. And if you haven't watched Parks either show, Ooh. I'm sorry. You yeah. should at least Ron watch Swanson. a few episodes of mm. both. Start if Parks and Rec start season two. I there digress. You go. All right. So Henry Winkler and I'm like, wait a second, because I grew up watching Happy Days and I have watched Parks and Rec. I know who Henry Winkler is. And I'm like, how in the world did you get on a phone call with Henry Winkler? And he goes, I wrote him a letter. Well, I actually didn't. I didn't get on the phone. That I, oh, okay. I met an idea, so I okay. wrote him a letter. To the... But you wrote him a letter. But you taught. But he was able to get back to you. Yes, he did. Yes. He was very encouraging, and he said because uh, I, I had sent him a, a log line, and he had uh, makes say good luck with whatever you do, and so that was really encouraging. Just to mm -hmm. have, and he sent me something. He sent me a signed Henry Winkler or a, or a signed Fonzie picture that i didn't even ask for like that's how nice this guy is oh my gosh that's, that's awesome. super cool so see but even then i obviously got my details wrong and mixed up however like i just think it's so awesome so, i mean there are a lot of people out there who would never write somebody a letter like that thinking that they would actually get a response and as you hear more of Quinn's story you'll know why this is um, important to him or why he would write that letter and Quinn I'd just love for you to share with everybody some dreams that you've had for a long time and I know you're like you're young and but you've had these dreams for a long time and they're definitely God-given dreams yeah so if you could share share a little bit about that that would be awesome yeah so uh junior year of high school I had sent Henry Winkler a letter um because I was I had been developing a spinoff series for the original MacGyver uh and I wanted, I sent a little log line of what, which is, it's basically like a synopsis of what, you know, what happened and whatever, because he executive produced the original series. Which I did not know. I was going to say, also, I thank mean, you I knew, for explaining knew, what a log line is for me. I, I knew, <laughs> I knew that he was attached some way. I did, I did not remember that he was a um, producer of it. And so for MacGyver, it's one of the, another show from back in the day that was very popular for its I time. I love MacGyver. And yeah, obviously it's a great, a great era right now for some spinoffs of some, some shows like that. But go ahead, keep going, Quinn. Yeah. Um, and with Henry Winkler's encouragement, I had said, you know, I need to go reach out to some talent agencies and see if I, I can get rep. Um, and so I had made a list of a hundred talent agencies to call an email. Only two got back to me and they both said no. So, um, <laughs> But, you know, you just keep going. And senior, uh, senior year of high school, I was working at this grocery store and in the produce department. Mm -hmm. And this guy at the produce department, I was sharing, you know, my story and what I was doing. And he knew 
Lee Gabler, who, if you don't know who Lee Gabler is, or he is, or he was the chairman of uh, the Creative Arts Agency, which is a big talent agency. Uh, Mm -hmm. And uh, his wife, uh, Elizabeth, she is the president of Sony 3000 Pictures. Uh, Yeah, that's that's amazing. Both of those. And he basically, the, the guy who I was talking with, he basically said, you know, when you, if you need an agent, you know, yeah. I'll help you. And I had completely forgotten about it until I was writing all this stuff down for the podcast. And so um, I hadn't touched it. And I just remember, it was like, oh, wow, that, there we go. Yeah. Um, and yeah. then I, I got to college and I had this script, yeah. but I was like, you know, I really, you know, I just want to, not do anything with this and so i decided just to show it to my grandparents before i just gave up on it because i nothing was happening and it turns out the day after i show my grandparents my grandpa has this uh this lunch with this guy he had known for years and they had been talking and he had brought up the script and as a good grandfather does you know yeah of course now his grandson Mm -hmm. gotta um, gotta brag on the grandkids yeah I mean, yeah. well, also, like, how many grandparents out there has God used in their grandchildren's lives? Like, even if it's just the faithful prayers of a grandparent. It's like, true. goodness. They, like, God, grandparents are God's gift to humanity, for sure. Yeah, for sure. Um, and uh, and so this guy, his daughter-in-law was a producer, a film producer for Paramount. And cool. so I'd sent her this... And so he's if, just randomly talking to this guy. I've never met people like this in my life. I don't believe. <laughs> <laughs> go, so, go, oh God, go ahead, uh, keep going. Go God, all right, yeah. go quit. Um, and so I had uh, sent her the script, and I waited eight months, and she had responded and gave me uh, some, uh, you know, tools and resources, um, and which was really neat. Um, but she said she didn't work in television. She worked in film. Um, and so, a mu- you know, a couple months go by. Someone wanted my grandfather's business advice. And so he came down. And since I'm living with him, I got to talk with this guy. And he was a writer. And he had, you know, God-given dreams as well to go do things in the industry, the film industry. And he, like, asked me what I was interested in. And I said, oh, well, I'm writing this this script. And whatever. He said, you know who I know? I know the CEO of Wonder Brothers, David Zaslav. If you get, if you get good coverage, I will introduce you. And then she's amazing. Um, and so, um, he, he, he said, you know, you should get coverage on the script and whatever. And so I reach out to this screenwriter. He was a very, you know, very prominent screenwriter. And he had done a bunch of projects. He had done NCAS New Orleans and a bunch of other things. Goodness. Um, and so I reached out to him and he agreed to do a Zoom call with me. And he read the script mm-hmm. and um, he said that he, he said it was great. And he said he would be willing to get me an agent, which was nice. Um, and then mm-hmm. I decided on a whim to with, you know, all this excitement and whatever building up that I could that I should email um the creator of MacGyver, Lee David Zlotov. Um, I hope I'm pronouncing that correctly. Um, and he responded. <laughs> and um, uh, see, yeah, yeah. Follow your dreams, people. Like, friends, amazing. 
take his lead. Yeah. He, um, anyway, he responded. I was telling him sort of what I was trying to accomplish and he was very encouraging. Um, but he was also being realistic, which was nice. Um, but he said, go for it. Um, and he said he was very impressed, um, with the, I, but he said he couldn't read the script because he owned part of the rights to MacGyver. And Mm. so I, again, it was legal, legal, legal and Asian. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and so I research, um, the, I go on Richard D. Anderson's website, which if you don't know who Richard D. Anderson is, he is, uh, MacGyver. (laughs) He's the original Mm -hmm. MacGyver. The, the MacGyver. Yes, the MacGyver. And I go on his website and I'm looking and because I've always wanted to meet him. And I thought oh, this would be great if I could meet him. And it turns out he had a convention in Pittsburgh. <laughs> and so I go and fly out with my grandpa and my dad to go to Pittsburgh. And this convention has a trillion people, so many people dressed up. It's a lot of people. You know, yeah, it's a lot of people. Um, <laughs> and so we show up really early, you know, to get in line. And he apparently didn't show up till one. Cause that's, we didn't know that I'm waiting in line for like hours. And then he pauses to go get, to go take pictures. And so I go and thankfully my grandpa was standing in line for the pictures. Um, so I could, you know, get a spot and get a picture. And so I go get pictures with him <laughs> and then I go back in line, almost get up there to the line. <laughs> and then he is supposed to go eat, eat dinner and then go and do oh, a, no. a panel, do a panel. Uh-huh. And so we go get out of line, go watch the Richard Anderson panel. And um, what he had done is he had well, broken the rules and given us uh, numbers in line. I think I was number like seven or something in line because people were frustrated that people would, you know, cut and yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm-hmm. And, um, he wasn't actually supposed to do that, but he did it anyway, which was really nice of him. Very MacGyver-esque. Yeah, yeah very I'm MacGyver. I'm going to do my own thing. Yeah, okay. I'm going to do what I can with the tools I have. Okay. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Um, and so we go back. I get in line, and I, I'm sweating. I'm like, oh, my gosh. Like, if he doesn't, you know, if he doesn't like it, then it's like, it's over. It's and done. It's done. And so I get up to the table, and my hands are shaking. Like, <laughs> it was so terrifying. And then he's just, he was just so nice and so calm. And I kind of just told him, you know, how long I've been working on it and, um, and how I just would like him to at least be willing to read it. And he said, you know, just, just stand over there. And so here I am, I'm waiting, you know, three more hours. It's now 10 o'clock. Goodness gracious. Um, No, that's a long day. A long day. Yeah. No one, no one else is there except for Richard, his person who he's, who he was working through. Um, the guy who ran the convention, me and my grandpa, and my dad. So it was just us. Wow. wow. I, had, I had 15 minutes with Richard E. Anderson privately, and I sort of pitched him the concept, and he seemed kind of interested in it, which was nice. He said, uh, yeah, send me the script. Um, and the cool thing was, because um, the reason I went to the convention was to go get uh, a script signed. And earlier that day, I had met by accident the a guy who did the making fun of macgyver podcast and the person who runs richard d anderson's um website and the person who ran his website she asked if i collected the scripts because i had one in my hand that i was kind of showing her what i would share with richard Mm -hmm. and she she asked if i collected them 
And I said, yeah, I do. And she said, well, I got 30 of them. I was just going to throw away. Do you want oh, them? Oh, goodness. And I said, sure. And so I, I, I paid for the shipping and, and, uh, I got her email and her and everything. And, uh, a week goes by and she emails me and tells me that the day after the convention, her and Richard were hanging out and Richard, she had said, or Richard had said to her how impressed he was with what I had done and everything. Wow. So good. Uh, That's cool. Yeah, it's one thing it, this it's one thing for him to talk about that like with you and encourage you. Of course. That's like a whole other level. That, like the next day it was on his mind and he went and told like talked to somebody else about it. Like that's impressive. And so and she had shared, you know, the that she was gonna send me the scripts and whatever, and he offered to sign them all. So I now have thirty signed MacGyver scripts. I'd like to borrow one script. <laughs> yeah, sorry, for collector's <laughs> items now. If, uh, uh, yeah, if, if we see if we see one pop up on eBay, we'll blame yeah, Justin. Exactly. <laughs> blame Justin. No, I'm not. She said no eBay, so I'm. Yeah, yeah. No, no eBay. No, no eBay. eBay. Um, but the cool thing was, after that convention, a month later, I had found out that Richard went to a Comic Con event in Germany, and he had shared a little bit about you know MacGyver rebooting. And he said, you know, he seems interested in it if the opportunity ever arose, which was nice. Um, and it was just neat, you know, to see him on stage talking. Like, I didn't even expect that to, to yeah. happen. Yeah. So cool. When I know that, that that's still that's still a journey that's going on. Like, you're still in that yeah. process, um, yeah. well within the process. Um, and you've done countless revisions. What I love, there's so many things that in just what you've shared already that I love is even at the beginning, you said, um, you know, I was, as I was thinking about the podcast, um, I began to remember like all the different moments that I had yes, and what I God was too. doing. And, and really that's the purpose of this podcast. If you, right. if you want to know why we're on this podcast, it's so that way we can remember God's goodness and his faithfulness to us. So that way we can uh, remember for ourselves and for our kids and for our grandkids and, we can continue to tell the stories of God being faithful. And if you're yeah. like me, I can forget a lot of times of God, about God's faithfulness and how he's been faithful in the past and how he's going to continue to be faithful. And so I love that you mentioned that. Um, but also, I hope that you see something really specific within this story as you guys are listening or watching is that um, Quinn has a grit to him um, that says, hey, I'm going to do whatever it takes to be able... Quinn, I don't know if you realize this. This is what I realize in this uh, on this uh, interview right now is that is that you are in essence MacGyvering the MacGyver yeah. script because yeah. you're taking what are the resources that I have and then how can I maximize that to hit the goal? And okay. if you haven't ever seen MacGyver, that's in essence what happens. But most times it's with a paperclip. So yeah, <laughs> um, but. But what I love is that you've just shown grit all along the way and you continue to be able to pursue those things, um, even though it's not quite done yet. Like yeah. what kind of encouragement would you give to somebody that is they, they've got a big dream and it may take years to prepare for? Um, what would you say to somebody like that? I, I would just say, you know, you got to endure and press through and, uh, you know, God will give you strength. You know, we're not always I think we're not always equipped for whatever, you know, we ask for. And uh, mm. yeah. And, and so, you know, through the preparation, you know, preparation and uh, the time God won't help you. God will not only do, you know, the the thing, he'll do stuff within you. And so I've seen, you know, myself and, you know, my character grow and my faith grow. And so, 
there's there's so much more to that um than just doing the thing yeah um, mm-hmm. you know it uh the verse that you know reminds me of that is you know philippians 2 13 uh for it is god who does work uh in you both in will and work for his good pleasure and so i i think that you mm. know it's hard sometimes to trust god especially when you've been working on something for a long time just gotta yeah. you know trust and 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 push through it god's got you yeah god's got you that's what that's what i think whenever i i think of your life quinn and i mean your life started with just an only god story defeating the odds and definitely yeah. miracles happening when doctors said pull the plug sometimes only god stories look like that sometimes they look like a whole lot of mini stories which is really what the story is that you're walking out right now <laughs> yes There's a ton of mini stories that are going on in your life and I cannot wait to see the result of those in your life. And I would encourage um, everybody, especially the ones with those big dreams that Joseph and Quinn are talking about right now, that sometimes it doesn't look like a a big, huge step like yeah. coming up in a big leap. Sometimes it's just a lot of little movements of God. And yeah. let those build your faith and write those down so that way you don't forget about them remember those because there's going to be times especially with big dreams where you feel defeated you feel like you are not good enough you feel like it's never going to happen you have to remember all those little moments because those little only god stories those micro only god stories are going to pull you through if you choose to remember them okay for sure i think that's i think that's really good wisdom and and there is there's a lot of really good nuggets that were in there and one thing that I love that you highlighted, Quinn, is that it is it's about the journey, not the destination, and what God wants to do in you. Um, you know, oftentimes we see these these moments where somebody catches what we'd call a big break, and they're like, "Ah, oh, that guy had a big break. That girl had a big break. It came out of nowhere." And the person with the big break is like, "No, like it actually was years and years." of whatever that thing is, the discipline, Chris- the hard work, the nose, like, yeah. what do you got? Christine Kane, Christine Kane, as she said it, and I'm pretty sure she said it on her podcast too, uh, but Christine Kane has said, yeah, people say, where'd you come from? You came from, just, you came out overnight as this huge, you know, Christian women speaker, all the things. And she's like, yeah, it was a very long 27 year overnight. <laughs> like, yeah, exactly. <laughs> it took a lot of time. <laughs> yeah. Um, well, Quinn, you, you've definitely encouraged and built our faith today. Um, I will say that um, for for me, you talk about meeting all these people. I'm like, I'm just at your age. I was just waiting tables, and I happened to meet. I may meet somebody that worked for Kraft. Like that's about the, the most extensive my my connections would get. Um, hey, but once again, I hope that you, uh, as you guys are listening, that you hear that you can be resilient and you can have the grit to be able to pursue big dreams from God. Um, and there's some ups and downs, and. And you may need some equipping along the way so that way Mm -hmm. you can fully fulfill what God's asked you. Um, But one thing is certain is that God's given us all a dream and anointed us just for that. Um, And so uh, I encourage you continue to pursue that dream. Quinn, thank you so much for being on the podcast. We're so grateful for you. um, And we will be your continual cheerleaders all along the way. So, hey, listeners, we'll see you guys in about two weeks. And we can't wait to have you back again. Thank you for listening to the Only God Stories podcast. Be sure to follow us on social media as we share more stories like these. And don't forget to check out our website at onlygodstories.org for more information on how you can share how the power of God has moved in your life.